Hello, I am Mike Gallimont. And I am Morgan Cranny. And this is Florida. podcast we celebrate the weird wonderful and completely true news stories from the great sunshine state and this episode no different nope full of great stories that are absolutely 100 fact check true fact check true that's a stamp we yeah. get that on a stamp fact check true <laughs> more than i could say for most of the things in the state yeah none of this is fake news no not one thing it really <laughs> happened it, it, really, did. it all really happened sometimes you watch there you read watch them we watch these stories and nothing happens but yeah, we read it's them. a newspaper yeah but we read them and things like oh man so many things happen you think that can't be true and then you google it and sure enough True. And sometimes people don't even give you the good stuff. No. There's one lady in Florida and she saves newspaper clippings for me. Yes. And she gives me actual clippings. I've seen it happen. Yeah. She doesn't send me the link. Nope. Or email. She gives me an envelope full of clippings of fun news stories. Yeah. Yellowed. She keeps them in the sun to keep them warm. Yeah. And then they come to you in a shoebox. Mm Mm-hmm. But this episode, we dive into the weird, wonderful, and completely true. And we start in Cape Coral. Beautiful Cape Coral. You've uh, never been? Please let me know what it's like. Yes. The Fort Myers area there on the west coast of Florida. A few of our stories take place. They really do. In that area today. Yeah, like I'm trying to think there might be something in the water. Yeah, there is. <laughs> alligators. The Fort Myers. Yeah, there's, a, there's lots of alligators. Yeah. It's uh, alligators and yingling beer. That's all <laughs> oh, it is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yingling beer. Mm, I've yeah, had yeah. a couple of those. Of course, the mayor of Cape Coral. Is a uh, face man with shirt. Yes. He wore a shirt, and that's how he got in. That's right. That's how you get elected. And Fort Myers, wear a shirt two uh, days in a row. His name is actually Joe Coviello. That is the mayor. Sounds like a old play song. As I Googled the mayor of Cape Coral, I found out that he is uh, currently accused of making deals without public knowledge. Oh, yeah, the mayor accused of backdoor deals Oh, is what's happening right now. A civil infraction for violating the state's sunshine law. The sunshine law. The sunshine law. That sounds made up. No umbrellas. <laughs> no umbrellas. No sunscreen either. Yeah, you burn like the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. If you do Google him, he does look like a bad guy from Arrested Development. Nice. Uh, he does look like the dad from Arrested Development in disguise. <laughs> so he looks like he has built some I'm, shell homes. Yeah. I'm going to turn the screen. This is going to make a lot of noise. Hold on. Yep, he does. He yeah. does. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. my God. And he for sure dyes his goatee. 100% that is a dye job, for sure. Yeah. I don't know why men get to that point. Who do they think they're from? When they're like, you know what? I think instead of brown hair, I'll just have that weird blacky blue purple. Yeah. Yeah, shoe polish colored. Yeah, yeah. I want to look like a fancy pair of shoes. Yes. It's never subtle. No. It's never like they don't ease into it. They just go for, especially if they're gray haired to begin with. Yeah, yeah. They just come to work the next day, private dye job. They did it themselves, wouldn't even ask their wife to help. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can see it streaking down their forehead. Yeah. (laughs) Like, and it's just super black. It's certainly a color not found in nature. No, no, not a natural color. No, somebody in my family, I don't want to call them out. They were blonde and then they went white. So they dyed their hair a little bit blonde. So it looked like they were going white. So it was actually very clever. Right. But it's a rough look if you go totally dark. Especially if you have any facial hair. Yeah, if it gives it away at all. Yeah, because then you look like your own evil twin. Yes, that's right. Like your own evil twin magician. Yes. (laughs) You look like you're going to like 
pull a rabbit out of a hat. That's a dead. dead. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're on the same page. We know exactly who this guy is. Yeah, yeah. So, so let us discuss what's worse, the bad dye job or the bad toupee. Oh, toupee is worse for sure. Yeah. Like, you're not fooling anybody. Just Picard it. They have those super fancy, like, toupees now that, like, young dudes wear. Right. That I see. And they, like, shave their head and they tape it on. Right. And then it doesn't move. Those are very impressive. So, I guess the point is, do it professionally. If you're going to get a dye job or a toupee, spend the money. Yeah. Don't. It's not a DIY job. Get somebody who knows what they're doing to do it for you because otherwise, everybody will know and will all mock you behind your back. I used to work at a department store and this guy had really long white hair, obviously, like super curly, and he just let the back grow out. And then he combed it <gasps> like uh <laughs> trying to think of something that Americans are like a beaver tail, just like flat. So it looked like a pompadour almost. Wow. But when you look closely, you could see that it was combed straight from the back of his head from the f- back to the front. <laughs> it was such an impressive Look, and I was like, man, if there's any kind of wind, yes, it's going to just, whoosh, like, it's going to smack him in the back. What a master coiffure, though. Yeah. To make that magic happen. I've seen the comb overs. Yeah. And the co- slight comb forwards, but that sounds like a real masterpiece. Okay. Hair stuff aside. Mm-hmm. Which side? Whichever side feels yeah. right. All right. This side. Mm, good. All right. Well, let's jump into the story that uh, we started four, four days years ago. ago. Oh. <laughs> All right. Do you want to tell us what happened? Okay. So the headline is Florida man channels the Duke boys and tries to jump canal in car. Ooh. We who didn't make it. (laughs) I love that show. I loved it too. And now it's like, it's got to be the most problematic. Like I used to want the General Lee as a car. I have no idea about the Confederate flag. I thought it was the coolest flag. And like now in 2020, you're just like, oh, Oh, were these good old boys? <laughs> yeah. Really? How progressive were their yeah, yeah. thoughts on things? Yeah, I mean, they had Daisy Duke in short, so. Roscoe P. Coltrane? Roscoe P. Coltrane. They asked that guy to do a cameo in the movie. Remember they did a movie of it? I do remember the movie, With yeah. The, the dude, where's my General Lee? <laughs> <laughs> and he wouldn't. He wanted to come and play Roscoe. Right. And they were like, well, no. Because gonna... Roscoe's 400. Yeah. And we're going to get somebody else. Yeah. But we want you to just guest in. Yeah. And he's like, no. Wow. I know. What else could he have been doing? Nothing. (laughs) Nothing. Well, turned out a paycheck. Wow. We really keep our references. Current. Current. (laughs) Absolutely current. For those of you listening in the old folks home, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) There are people in their 60s that are like, this show is great. Well, I don't understand why my grandkids don't like it. I'll have to get them a tape of it. (laughs) Yes. An A-track. Back to the story. So this guy... Oh, my goodness. We're doing a whole show about Florida. We're doing a whole show about it. All right. Recap this headline. Recap the headline is, Florida man channels the Duke boys and tries to jump canal in car. And he didn't have a General Lee. He really didn't. He did not. He had a Toyota Corolla. Yes. The sportiest of the Toyotas. And my favorite part of the story is witnesses saw him approach the canal, stop the car, get out, suss it out. Yeah, yeah. And then back up and mm-hmm. just haul ass and go for it. And he, he went through the air and then landed, wedged himself right in the canal. It's a 20-foot canal and the man's to wedge the car. The corollas are not 20 feet, but man, he somehow managed to wedge himself in the canal and was unhurt. 
Well, that that's good news. That is good news. Neighbors suspect he was misbehaving or under the influence of alcohol or drug related. Hmm. In Florida? Unheard of. <laughs> Unheard of. Ridiculous. <laughs> Slander, I say. <laughs> I wonder if he had a, a lawyer. Probably not. Do the police say if he had anybody representing <laughs> they, they him? They don't say if he had any legal representation. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I assume one will be provided for him. <laughs> one will be provided. That he checked first and then went for it. Like, they're front-wheel drive, so they're, they're front-heavy. You know? Even if they weren't. Even if they weren't. You're, Even in a general lead, you're probably not going to make that jump. No, no. you got to. It's good with a crick and a yeah. pile of dirt. You yeah, really you, need... They really build up the piles of dirt. Like when you rewatch that, if you ever rewatch it on that one of those channels that shows D- like TBS and all yeah, that. Yeah, that shows the old time. You just look at the jumps and they're like, holy crap, that's quite the ramp. And apparently they used to go through like five General Lees a show or whatever. Yeah, just paint those Corollas yeah, left, right, and center. Exactly. This story is, of course, brought to you by Toyota Corolla. If you're buying a Toyota Corolla, make sure it's a Toyota Corolla. Yes, not a Ford Corolla. No, those are garbage. <laughs> I think we should stay in the great Fort Myers, Cape Coral. Why not? We're already here. Yeah. Lee County school bus driver fired after going the wrong way on a one way. What do you think? How is this even a story? Exactly. In Florida, it doesn't have any of the typical Florida things. No alligator. No. Guy had his shirt on. He was a responsible bus driver, but he's responsible for children. Yeah. He's not high as far as we know. It doesn't say if he was under any influence. No, but it did say that he just was casually driving the wrong way. Down the road, like people were like signaling at him. And then to accommodate that, he just pulled more to the side and then kept going till he found a side street and then managed to turn the bus around and then go the right way. And he got arrested and fired for that. It sounds very responsible. I think he should have got accommodation. Are we sure that this happened in Florida? No. The man wore a shirt. Yeah. The police responded. He was let go from his job. Though every once in a while you go down a, a wrong way and yeah. you just panic. Yeah. See, now this next story the headline feels more Florida. That second one, man drove down and uh, was uh, rightfully punished. Yes, Uh, exactly. (laughs) Things went as they should. That's why it's weird. Yeah. That's why that story is weird, because it is so normal. That's why I thought he should have got accommodation. That seems like the most responsible bus driver in Florida. He didn't have any cocaine in his hair. No. No syringes in his butt. Well, we're aware of. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I don't want to be rude and assume he didn't. Yeah, exactly. So this took place uh, on the Alligator Alley. If you've never been to Florida, Alligator Alley is uh, Highway 75. It's closer to the Everglades. It's on the very southern part. Not quite Homestead, but it goes right across the state at its thinnest point. Really forms the head of the tip of (laughs) <laughs> the condom of Florida. Yes, it is the glands. It is, is the glands. And this highway is bonkers. There's nothing on either side of it. It is literally Alligator Alley, and these guys just wander across. It's a very cool highway. There's two of them. Highway 75 is the northern one, and then it gets uh, Everglady on the yes, other one. Yes, it gets super Everglady as you go south. But this headline here is, Drunk, naked man arrested for speeding on Alligator Alley with three women in his car. Which, high five that guy. Yeah, well done, Mr. Mayor. Yeah, well done, Mr. What's the mayor's name again? <laughs> Mr. Jeffrey Tambor and a evil Jeffrey Tambor. Yeah. <laughs> he was going 110, and the officer who pulled him over first thought he was just shirtless. And then when he asked him to get out of the car, that's when the trooper noticed that he was completely naked. Ah. <laughs> and
and he smelled of alcohol, had bloodshot eyes, and slurry speech. Mm. Oh, just so handy with the ladies. Yeah. Going 110 <laughs> miles an hour. Yeah. Miles an hour, too. Like, that's a lot. Like, I feel uncomfortable going 110 kilometers an hour. Yeah. That's like, ooh, look at me going speedy. That is very fast. I don't know if this outs me or not. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. Well, probably I, statute of limitations is passed. Probably. I sped through a town. Oh. I rented a car from an airport, the Toronto airport in Canada, and somebody had rented the car and you can change from miles per hour to kilometers and they had changed it to miles. So the speed limit, and I didn't even think to check. So the speed limit is 60. So I was going 60 and I am just ripping past people. Yeah, I'm like, is this a school zone? Why are people going so slow? That's a hundred kilometers an hour. 60 yeah. miles an hour is a hundred kilometers. I was burning yeah. through residential areas. <laughs> and Get out of the way, kids. Yeah. To the point where I was like, I guess I'll slow down. Maybe I got the speed limit wrong. <laughs> they also set it to the GPS to not do any highways or interstates. And so I only took rural, like back road <laughs> city like, roads. This is taking forever. Yeah. <laughs> took me so long, despite the fact that I was going 100 kilometers <laughs> yeah. an hour. Came out in the wash at the end. Yeah, it? really evened out. But the man was going 110. So the fact that he had three women with him was good. Like, And why weren't they driving? Oh, and an empty bottle of Crown Royal, which is a Canadian product. That is Canadian influence right there. Yeah, that's right. They don't break. The bottles? The bottles of Crown Royal. Oh, I can. <laughs> can you i have have you oh yeah crown royal yeah really yeah that's their whole thing is that you can't break them i don't think you did mm. sounds like a project <laughs> yeah <laughs> we will be doing another podcast called canada yeah celebrating the weird wonderful and completely true news stories of the great white north and maybe we should test it out okay so our goal then is to drink a bottle of Crown, Crown Royal, Royal over 10 episodes. Yeah. And at the end, we'll, we'll see if it... a bottle. Yeah. We'll try to break it. I don't like Crown Royal. I love it. Do you? Oh, yeah. Oh, it tastes like gasoline. There's the charm right there. <laughs> There's the charm. <laughs> so the man was drunk on Crown Royal, which Canadians, we don't mess around. So that hooch is flammable. Yeah. Uh, he did try to put his pants back on, but nearly fell. Yeah. So a uh, real, real tough day. So luckily the officer was there to save him from those women who were chasing him. Yeah, Lucky it, guy. It says nothing about the women. Nothing. They're just three women. What are their names? What do they do for a living? Yeah, three I nameless I have an idea. women. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have a hunch. All right, let's go to Brevard County. Oh, good old We Brevard. haven't been to Brevard in a minute. No, and I just love the way that that's how it's pronounced. Brevard. Mm-hmm. It sounds like Brevard by Frabergé. What are you wearing? Brevard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Smell like gasoline and regret. <laughs> it's Brevard. <laughs> it sounds like a rich stepson. Mm-hmm. Brevard? Yes. Come play tennis with me. Or like a butler. Oh, the butler. I like it better when it's the, the fifth son that they don't care about. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Brevard. The fat one. <laughs> yeah, the fat one. <laughs> so my name would be Brevard? Yes, yeah. We are the Brevards of our family. Yeah. <laughs> Since we started on our alligator theme yeah. in Brevard County, accused burglar on the run from cops eaten by alligator. We're a chunk in. Yeah. We are hours into these news stories. And that's our first guy eaten by an alligator. We do try to avoid stories where the person dies. Yeah. I don't want to ruin to say if he died or not. Let's dive into this. <laughs> yeah. Let's find yeah, out let's, together. I just wonder. I wonder if a guy eaten by an alligator died or not. I'm, yeah. We'll never know. Could be vague. Could be clickbait. Could be clickbait. And it isn't. <laughs> um, 
this guy went on a robbery spree and his girlfriend knew this because he texted her saying he was on a robbery spree and he was being chased by the cops. So he decided to hide in a lake. Like, this is what freaks me out as a Canadian. It's like, yeah, I would hide in a lake up here. No problem. What's going to get me? Frogs? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. A beaver? Oh, leeches? Leeches. That's the biggest fear we have in a Canadian lake is leeches. And they're the worst. No, now I got to go get salt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're delicious with salt. Mm-hmm. But no, down in Florida, you know, you hop in a lake, you hop right in an alligator's mouth, probably. And that's what happened to this guy. There was the last text was like, hiding out from cops. They're chasing me. And then they didn't hear anything more. And they didn't find his body for 11 days. Ooh. Yeah. And then he was just floating in the lake and he had bite marks consistent with an alligator. And then they caught the alligator. They actually caught the alligator and were able to, they didn't say how, but were able to prove that that was the alligator that ate the guy. Did it have his little finger in or something? Like, how do they do that? I don't know. The alligator's like, yeah, I did that. I need to know, like, is like the guy's shirt stuck in his teeth? Yeah. Or I say a little finger. He's got a little finger in his belly. Yeah. Nom, nom, nom. So if you ever get a chance, if you are in Florida and you find yourself in the Orlando area, the Winter Park Boat Tour is an absolute delight. They are not a sponsor. They are uh, not. If they want to sponsor, they can sponsor us with free boat rides. Free boat rides. Uh, they are very cheap. I think they're 10 bucks, 15, something like that. Totally worth it. It is a fun, silly little thing to do that is not the theme parks. It is not expensive. You get to go on a boat. And these old sea captains take you through the back channels and, and lake to lake of all these very cool places. Some very famous people, Mr. Rogers family home and a few uh, NBA stars. Yeah. And you get a very cool behind the scenes look of the very, very, very wealthy yes. homes of Florida. But it's such a charming. Oh, it's a delight. So charming. It's an absolute delight. One of the men giving a tour recently that I went on told us that if you swim in the center of the lake, you're safe from the alligators. They really like the edges. Oh, yeah. uh, Because there were people swimming in these lakes. And I was like, there's alligators in these lakes. I've seen them. Like, they're there. And he said, yeah, if you're in the middle of the lake, they tend to not go there. Tend to. Yeah. Yeah. They're barely ever there. Yeah, they've hardly been there. But the confidence to swim in a lake in Florida is shocking to me. I couldn't, I could not do it. I'm not afraid of alligators. I know I am because I've been to alligator places, but like I'm afraid of sharks. Yeah, you are. And irrationally. I'm, so. Irrationally. So I'm so afraid of sharks. I will not go in a swimming pool in a hotel by myself. He won't even drink a large glass of water. No, <laughs> no, because it might have a shark in it. You yeah. Never know. You never know. You got to lift the lid and have a check. Really affected his health. Roll up that rim. Let me yeah, yeah. <laughs> But he said that that's where they go. They tend to stay on the edges. Yeah, because they're edgy. Yeah. I couldn't do it, though. No. We saw, me and my wife, we saw the alligator in Disney. You told me about it. Yeah, he's just a little tiny guy, but he was still in Disney World, right by Splash Mountain. Right. Just chilling out, enjoying the waters, but he made it in. So even the waters on Disney parks. Yeah, he's probably just waiting in line. Yeah, he had a fast pass. He's just kicking around, just (laughs) waiting for Splash Mountain. Yeah, (laughs) waiting for his time to come up. The fact that they found the alligator. Yeah. Like, what a weird ending to that story. That's so weird. Like, was he the only alligator in the lake? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Excuse me, alligator, did you? Yeah, I got that guy. Let's go back to Fort Myers. Should we? Yeah. Oh, I love this story. We got Cape Coral. 911 call. Man wanted to speak to Donald Trump. During police chase. Now, there's a few of these stories, a bunch of crackpots, to think that there are people out there that are crazy and like Donald Trump. It's such a weird To think that you would call 911 while being chased by the cops. Yeah. That just alone blows my mind. That you would think, oh, man, I'm being chased by the cops. This isn't right. I'm going to call 911. I need to let the authorities know about this. And then we talked about this one before. My favorite is he was acting suspiciously, so they pulled him over and they had a a whiff of pot. Which, again, what do you have to do (laughs) to act suspiciously (laughs) in Florida? In Florida, 
in a car. Drive straight. I do not think that people quite understand how insane the driving is. Did you ever play that uh, pole position game? Like the old video game. It was like, let's keep it more modern. It's like Grand Theft Auto. And the whole point is you, you drive and you have to hit things and get stuff. That's what Florida driving is like. Is mm. that game come to life? It is. And that they are playing Grand Theft Auto while they drive. Yes. For yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're playing on their little switch or whatever. It's just a bunch of people going, I need to be in that lane over there and just going. There's no, oh, in 10 miles, I got to catch the exit. I'm going to slowly move over. It's yeah. just like, oh, it's right there. I'm going to cut across six lanes of traffic to get there. Yeah. I didn't realize how close I was because I'm texting and my toenails are wet. Yes, exactly. So a 911 call, man wants to speak to Donald Trump during police chase. Yeah. Is acting suspiciously. When they pulled him over, they got a whiff of pot. Yeah. And man said he wanted to speak to a close friend of his who was President Donald Trump <laughs> because he said, we made a deal. That's right. That's what I mean. We made a deal. What deal did you make? Yeah. Who knows? And everybody knows that Trump's real good with deals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He'll keep those deals. Now, as we've gone through our several episodes mm-hmm. at this point, we have realized it's been a bit skewed. Yeah. In the male way. Yeah, a lot of Florida man stuff. Yeah, a lot of dudes doing stupid stuff yeah. in Florida. And we felt that it would be rude of us to leave the women out. Yeah, women do dumb stuff too. They really do. That was our thesis going in. Yeah. Now, they don't get as much news coverage because clearly women in Florida are not as dumb as the men in Florida. Yeah. Or they're better at getting away with it. But what they lack in numbers, they make for in, in creativity. They are so great. <laughs> the stories of women in Florida are perfect. So we thought we would feature a few stories celebrating the women of the Sunshine State. Celebrating. Yes, that's what we're calling it, celebrating. So like this story, which takes us to Lacanto, Florida. Lacanto. Lacanto. It's not quite on the coast. It is on the western side. It's about an hour north of Tampa. Okay, yes. That lovely spot of the world. Oh, that Lacanto. I thought you meant the other Lacanto. Lacanto, Ontario. Ah. Woman on meth rides motorized cart through Florida Walmart while drinking wine. Wow. The women are coming out swinging. (laughs) Give give us that again. Woman on meth rides motorized cart through Florida Walmart while drinking wine. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. You're high on meth, right? There's a lot going on for you there, so you have a little wine, smooth things out a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You're probably not really capable of walking. You ride a motorized cart. Yeah. And the nice thing is that she was not just drinking. No. She'd eat quite a bit as well. Apparently, she was eating sushi and cinnamon rolls. Yeah. She took the sushi off the shelf. Yeah. Ate one piece and then put the sushi back. (laughs) Well, she can't eat the whole thing. Department store sushi. That's gross. It is gross. If you're eating department store sushi, you don't like sushi. No. (laughs) No. You're buying it for someone you think likes it and you don't know any better. Pink with sesame seeds on it. I guess that's... (laughs) We got a name for this where I'm from. It's called bait. (laughs) (laughs) So she was eating sushi. She ate it a piece and then put it back. She also repeated this with mini muffins. I ate just a mini muffin and then put Put it it back. back. And then she did the same with the cinnamon roll. Ate a cinnamon roll, put the rest of the package back. back. Yeah. (laughs) Because she's not a glutton. No, she just wanted a little peck. Yeah, yeah. a little peck of shit. Exactly. If she'd eaten more, maybe would have soaked up the mess. Yeah, yeah. really would have soaked up all those juices. Yeah. She also did eat most of a rotisserie chicken. <laughs> did she have a lawyer? It does not say. Oh, it does not say. When she was arrested, she informed them that she was homeless and hungry and that she had just injected meth. 
So she was uh, fresh. She was arrested on charges of retail petty theft and possession of drug paraphernalia. Miss Lopez, the woman's name, uh, Jocelyne E. Lopez, (laughs) which is probably not French. She did consume $32.36 worth of food and wine Mm. inside the Walmart. I like how they itemized all that. Well, one sushi. Which, okay, honestly, let's break it down. Cinnabon, five bucks. Easy. Yeah. Sushi. Probably five, six bucks. It's in America, though, so I don't know what they- I don't know, right? But 32 36 like, that's not even, in Canada, that's half a bottle of wine. Yeah, exactly. We pay way too much for booze. And you cannot get it at a grocery store. No. You have to go to the liquor store. Yeah, and pay full price. Full price. Like, I remember one of my favorite bottles of wine here in Canada was, like, 35 bucks. And I went to a drugstore yeah. in, in Washington. And they just gave you the bottle it with was, change. It was $3. $3? It was, it was on sale. Oh, well, yeah. Three bucks. 35 bucks here. Yeah. Like a good bottle of wine. Like I was like, is it a good <laughs> bottle of wine? I can get it in a drugstore in the States. <laughs> to be fair, $3 US rounds up to about $35 Canadian. Well, 30 Yeah. yeah. So it was a bit of a savings. Yeah. It wasn't bad. <laughs> Let's continue to more stories of the women of the Sunshine State. In our loving tribute. This next one brings us to Fort Pierce, which is on the coast up by Port St. Lucie. It's on the East Coast. I thought it was West. It's East Coast. Oh, it's on the East Coast. Yeah. So in Fort Pierce, Florida woman blames cocaine in purse on a windy day. (laughs) This tickles me. Who amongst us hasn't, though? Yeah, yeah. How'd this cocaine get in my purse? Well, it was a windy day. It blew in there. So this woman was uh, pulled over because she was swerving all over the road. That's how you get it. I still think that's normal driving. Yeah. The car reeked of marijuana. (gasps) No. Yeah. So they searched her car and in the purse on her lap, they found baggies of marijuana and cocaine. When she was asked about it, she said, I don't know anything about any cocaine. It's a windy day. It must have flown through the window and into my purse. That's ballsy. Yeah. Oh, guess it blew in here. Yeah. Bagged. <laughs> Perfectly bagged. When I first read the headline for this story, I thought it was because it was loose cocaine. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was just like a dusting. Of- <laughs> and then you're like, well, I guess it blew in here. And then like, it'd be hard to disprove that. Yeah. Yeah. And you'd be like, hey, cops, do you have cocaine on you? Is that cocaine or you've been to Dunkin' Donuts? What is this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just been diving headfirst into a bunch of powdered donuts. Like Scrooge McDucking it, but it's all donuts. Yeah. <laughs> or cocaine. Or cocaine. Oh, the Tony Montana treatment. You could Scrooge McDuck cocaine. You'd <laughs> swim through that. You'd swim all day. But I love that she did stick to it. She was arrested for yes. possession. What, they didn't go for it? I know. I was shocked. I, I would have thought if I was a police officer, I'd say, well, must have blown in here, I guess. Yeah, she doesn't even need a lawyer. She is obviously <laughs> representing herself. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah, it blew through the window. Yeah, okay. Have a nice day, man. You cannot fight that logic. Nope, you can't. There's no way to fight that. No, because you can't fight illogic with logic. Correct. Now, this next story gets a little bit graphic. Ooh. It takes us to Lake City, Florida. Right at the very top of Florida, halfway between Jacksonville and Tallahassee, top of the panhandle. Now, this story is one of those stories where, you know, when you hear the headline and you go, oh, I wonder what happened. You don't wonder what happened. This one tells you exactly what happened. And then when I read this headline, it makes me uh, squidgy, makes me feel weird. Yeah, yeah. Florida woman shoots husband in testicles after he tried to take her air conditioner. Now, this is one of those stories where to anybody who has never been to Florida and to anybody who doesn't live in Florida, that's a bonkers headline. Yeah. That's a crazy headline to read. I'm thinking even in Florida, it's a bit bonkers. I don't know. In Florida, 
Woman shoots husband in testicles after he tries to take her air conditioner. What is this, August? Yeah, exactly. Like, in December, that's a dick move. Yeah. Like, December, January, like, come on. You're being a jerk stealing the air conditioner. August? Yeah, you're asking to be murdered. Yeah, the police were like, well, it is hot. (laughs) Yeah. It's not like a fresh August day. No, no. You basically wake up sweating and it gets worse. Yeah. I don't understand if anybody has no air conditioning in Florida. I don't understand how you could possibly survive. I don't think you can. I've been there off season, like in the December, November, January. And those are even there. It's still quite warm. Yeah. So the hottest I've been is at the end of May. And it's like so hot. And then I can't imagine. I'm like, does it get hotter? Like, oh, yeah, it gets like August. It's like 20 degrees hotter. Where like a sheet on your body is a hate crime. Yeah, exactly. You're like, I will not be treated like this. (laughs) No, No, this sheet is awful. Yeah, exactly. It's stuck to you. Heat is the contraceptive of Florida because in July and August, you won't let a person touch you. No. Like just the heat of their body. There's no cuddling. There's no, no, there's none of that nonsense. No, unless you have two air conditions pointed at your bodies. That's the only way things can happen in Florida. Yeah. He wanted to steal her air conditioner. Yeah. So this couple was going through a divorce. So the man and his brother came to pick up a bunch of his stuff. And she sat on the air conditioner to make sure they didn't take the air conditioner. (laughs) And he went for it. And she tried to scare him away with a stun gun. Oh. Yeah. So I had a little taser action, but apparently that wasn't enough to keep him away. This just shows you how important air conditioning is in Florida. So uh, she pulled a real gun on him and he came for it and she pulled the trigger, which shot him in his scrotum. His brother took him to the hospital and he survived. It doesn't say if he has maintained (laughs) functioning. Yeah, there's no detailed information about him, but he did survive. Is it worth living after that? No, I'm just kidding. Of course it is. Not in that heat. Not in that heat. (laughs) He'd have to have bandages on. It'd be too hot. Yeah, the heat took him uh, six (laughs) weeks later. But uh, Oh, man, that just makes me pucker up. The whole thing, like in Canada... Somebody who has a taser. Nobody. Protecting your air conditioner with a taser and a gun is the most Floridian thing that we, we've We have we've bug zappers. About. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Like, I want to keep you out of the cookie dress. Slap your hand with a bug zapper. It's about as violent as we get. Is that what that scar is? Shh. You promised you wouldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Daytona Beach. Ooh, Daytona Beach. <laughs> Spring break. Yeah. It did happen this Easter, which... uh, This past Easter. This past Easter, which, if you're not listening to this in 2020, the 2020 Easter found us in, I would say, the first six weeks of a worldwide pandemic. Yes. So a lot of the world was shut down. People not going around other people's houses, a lot of isolating, quarantining, keeping safe, not really doing anything else, hand sanitizer hands. So that's where this story takes place. Except of a pandemic, it's still a weird story. Do you want to hit us with the headline of this beautiful tale? Florida woman arrested for leaving Easter eggs with food, toilet paper, and porn in mailboxes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's a real variety. Yeah. So this woman was found. She had put 11 plastic Easter eggs Mm -hmm. in mailboxes. She put inside the plastic Easter eggs a single cracker, (laughs) a powdered drink mix, one square of toilet paper and a crumpled up piece of paper with a pornographic image on it. Wow. Yeah. Now it doesn't say what kind of pornographic image. Like I was wondering, was she tearing pictures out of a magazine? Right. Or was it a doodle? 
Oh, yeah, was this handmade? Yeah. Was this art? Yeah, was this a <laughs> DIY porn? Now that I think about it, now that you said it, it sounds a lot like one of those performance arts, you know, like a performance artist just doing this thing and this her art for the world. Yeah, these are my kinder eggs. Yeah, do you like what's inside of them? Yeah. I am from Austria, Florida. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very artistic. Do you like to eat one cracker? It's so dry. Oh, so dry. But here's a toilet paper for you. Put your tears on it. <laughs> Also, powder drink mix. Yes. Add your own water. What am I, Mother Teresa? When she was arrested, she said she was educating people. Oh. That's what she was doing. I don't know about what. No, exactly. But she was educating people. She was arrested for the 11 Easter eggs that were found, though she does claim to have left 400. What? Yes. I was uh, going to go 12. Yeah. Like, where's the missing one? 400? So either people didn't complain didn't yeah. know that it was weird, or they really enjoyed their yeah. Easter egg. Like, oh, what a nice treat. I love Tang. Mm. <laughs> I was thinking, because when you said left toilet paper, when of course, I always think literal. How do you get a roll of toilet paper in an Easter egg? Like, I know. But it was one square. One square. Yeah. She could spare a square. She could spare a square. Yeah. Uh, Elaine Bennett. For a tinkle. Should we continue on? I say we do. We're getting close to the end. We are. So maybe in our next episode, we will share more powerful stories. Of women in Florida. Yeah. Our next story. It's our last story. Yeah. This story takes us to Polk City. Yeah, just outside Tampa. Just outside Tampa. Landlocked city. <laughs> no, Tampa's a harbor city. Correct. Tampa is. Polk is not. Ah, there you go. You got me in a technicality. <laughs> I did. A different city. Yeah, totally different city. Yeah, they spell and pronounce their city names differently. Do they? They do. Oh. One is P-O-L-K. And the other one is P-O-L-K. Tampa. Man Googles how to burn down house before burning down girlfriend's house. Now, that's a bold headline. So this man, he was very angry with his girlfriend because she had moved back home with her parents. I don't know if there was a fight or anything like that. They were seniors in high school. So he is a very young man. They were seniors in high school. And then I just, my brain couldn't, like, I just pictured these two old people. Like, I'm a youth. <laughs> Hello, fellow kids. <laughs> Hey, what time is this? When are we going for prom? Hop in my jalopy. Yeah, I've got prune juice. <laughs> so they were seniors in high school, so they were young. Yes. This they man were... was a young man. Yes. The oldest of the high school students. Yes. So his girlfriend moved back with her parents, and so he burnt down the girlfriend's house while her and her family were still inside. The silver lining of this, nobody was hurt. I mean, it's a sad story. It is. They did arrest him immediately. <laughs> right. But his defense was a black guy did it. Oh. Yeah. And then after more questioning, he changed it to my brother did it. Right. Did I say black guy? I meant Steve. I meant my brother. And <laughs> yeah. I said brother. Not a brother. Yeah. My, my brother. brother. <laughs> to which his brother said, come on. <laughs> The evidence against this guy was beautiful. Not included in the evidence was the fact that in the bushes outside the daughter's bedroom, he burnt a heart with lighter fluid. So a real romantic, real romantic. <laughs> I'm outside your window. Do you like the heart I burn for you? Yeah. My heart burns for you, too. <laughs> Please go away. So they knew it was him right away. So the evidence they have against him is they have surveillance video of him at the house at the time of the arson. They also found canisters with flammable liquid found in his car. Okay. Snapchats saying he would set the house on fire. And then, of course, finally, Google searches about how to burn down a brick house. 
<laughs> it all came together nicely. Yeah, it really ties it up in a bow. I'm impressed that you're able to burn down a brick house. But he wasn't. That's why you built with brick. Yeah. And wolves. He tried to blow it down. Right. But that just put out the heart fire. (laughs) Just put it out. And he has no hair on his chinny chin chins, despite being a senior (laughs) in high school. Just that little caterpillar mustache. Yeah. And the hairs out of his ears. That's me. I have those. I know. You're a senior. I'm a senior. (laughs) Blue light special. Don't mind if I do. Almost. You're almost a senior. I will be soon. At the time of this recording, Morgan, his birthday hasn't happened yet, but soon. Yes. He will be 60. (laughs) It'll feel like 60. What is the senior age at Denny's? 55. Only five more years. Yeah, that's going to be quite the... But they'll only give me one egg. (laughs) You know, like the senior center is like, one egg, one piece of toast, one piece of bacon. We don't want you to die here. We chewed it for you. (laughs) Here's your cup of chewed food. (laughs) Well, I think that wraps up this episode of Florida. I had a good time. Did you have a good time? A lovely time. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening. We hope that you had a good time as well. My name is Mike Delamont. And my name is Morgan Cranny. And this is... Florida. This episode of Florida, written by Mike Delamont and Morgan Cranny, edited by Charles Martin, with theme music by Dale Baglow, and produced by Mike Delamont. Special thanks to our friends at 604 Records and the Comedy Here Often Podcast Network.